Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week, we're reading Hot Bachelor by Katie McCoy. What's that, you ask? The life story of Austin Hanna? Well, no. No, it's not. Amazon Book Club. My name's Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Hello, I'm Shane Burklow. And this week, we're reading a book called Hot Bachelor by Katie McCoy. Well, it's Bachelor season. Is that right? Well, the show's Oh, the show's again. on. Yeah. You watch that? No, I just know it's on How all? Just because of people nearby talking about yeah, it? at the water cooler. And you're saying, no, no, I'm still working through Babylon 5. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica. Oh, okay, sorry. My mistake. Ganesh, how about you rip off the synopsis of, don't even say it. Hey, Wait, before we do that, Don't what do we do it. on this podcast? I hate it. Thank you. Nobody needs to know. See, Ganesh did, he put up with this crap last year. You know how you, I'm going to be the one in charge of reining you in. You, you know how you find out. Dirty doggy. That's me. You know how you find out what we do on this podcast? You listen to the podcast. We're giving it all away for free at the top. I tell them what they, we do on the podcast and then they turn it off. They say, no, thanks. That's not for me. But if I must, what we do on this podcast is every week we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page of the free book. And then we say goodbye and go home. And that's it. So now you can turn it off, unfollow, unsubscribe. Yeah, that's it. Uh, give us one star if you, and sign off and delete that app, baby. Yeah, if that's what you want to do, I don't blame you. But for those of you who want to stick around, Ganesh, again, <laughs> rip off. Just rip it, grip it, rip it, read us the synopsis. He's off limits. Fuck you. And we're breaking all the rules. Hmm. What rules? I'm intrigued. God's I, rules. I just landed my dream summer gig, working as a production assistant on TV's smash hit reality show, Ever After. Not worth it. Not a great job to have. I speak from experience. What do you think this show is? Is it a Disney thriller, Survivor? Whoa, those are a bunch of words I never expected to it's hear. It's called Ever After. So Disney thriller, Survivor? Well, just yeah. because the book is called Hot Bachelor, I would assume. Oh, it's like a, bachelor, it's a show. It's a bachelor-esque. A hot bachelor. Let me dream. Now, re remind me again. What's the name of the show? Ever After. Yeah, this is like a, a bachelor style. Two, two months of sun and fun at the beach. Yeah. Sign me up. Oh, me too. Until the moment I come face to face with this season's bachelor, racing's bad boy Dash. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah. AKA the hey. mysterious hottie I just hooked up with at a creepy motel off the I-80. Oh, uh, Dash. Have oh. higher standards, buddy. Can you say... Professional Dash. Awkward... Dash is sexy, charming, and totally off limits. But the chemistry between us is way too hot to ignore. He's playing to win and he's got his sights set on the prize. Me. Jesus. Soon the action is heating up off screen. Yeah. But between raiding hungry producers, backstage drama, and 12 of the most cutthroat Glamazon contestants known to womankind. This is a real obstacle course of words for you. I'm in way over my head. Tell aren't, me about it. Aren't we all? Can I find my happily ever after? Or will it be lights, camera, heartbreak? Oh. Oh, boy. Damn uh, it. Damn it. What's the protagonist's name? It's I. Dash. No, not that's no, the, pro, potentially no. the antagonist. The intern. That's yeah, getting... We're talking about who, the, the person this book is the point of view from. Oh, I know it to be Paige. Ah, 
Paige and Dash. If they were a celebrity couple, that would be combined to be Dage. <laughs> so you're going to go with Pash. Nope. Um, too okay. Easy. So, oh, sorry, I underestimated you. Okay. Is that it? Are we, we going to read the book? <laughs> Want to read the book? If we must. Should we read the book? We're here to do that. So. Let's jump into the first page of Hot Bachelor. <laughs> Jumping in, wait, for the record, during the break, Shane admitted that he has watched a little bit of The Bachelor. I'm just throwing that out there. I've seen, you know, I've seen people. Before, you were you, you were so adamant, oh, I've never seen The Bachelor. I don't watch The Bachelor. I never said never. And then as soon as the mic's cut, I actually did see something on The Bachelor. <laughs> sure. He said he saw a clip, and quite honestly, that's a clip that most everyone saw. He saw a clip was... as part of what I theorize is a larger series of clips that make up the entire episode of The Bachelor. <laughs> you know what, guys? I've seen many episodes of it. Okay, fine. Good. We're putting it out there. Anyway, now that we've cleared the air. All the people always have crazy names like Brittany or like Jolene. With an I. Brittany with an I at the end. Or like all the guys. Yeah. The names are like Dash or like. Or like Cade. Or, or like. Uh, just Justifer. The one. <laughs> Justifer is like, a family it's name. It's like Lucifer mixed with Justin. Do you, well, that's the one name now. He's got like the whitest name possible. None of us are going to be able to remember it in this prompt. Is will it be Kenny? worthless. It's not that, you know, it, that is the whitest name possible. Sorry, everybody. Okay, we're going to jump in now to the first page. I never watched The Bachelor, but I watch a lot of Bachelor-like shows. Like Bachelorette? Or uh, like Bachelor Rock, Rock of Love. <laughs> well, um, he's not any ordinary Bachelor, my friend. That's a similar type show. Sure, but it's Brett Michaels. They Flavor should, of Love. They should do a redo similar. of Rock of Love with The Rock and call it The Rock of Love. That would be way better. The Rock was more famous than Brett Michaels then. It would have yes. been better then, too. Yeah. I'm guessing The Rock's not open to this kind of no arrangement. He's too big. He's too big. Yeah. The guy is making, he's the highest paid actor in the world. Oh. And that means he's the Culturally. best. Culturally. Yeah. yeah. Too big. Yeah. Oh, you also meant size-wise. That's he's true. a tall guy. Yeah. Girthy. Uh-huh. Nobody can top him. So we're jumping into the first page. Finally, are we doing it? No. Let's read Hot Bachelor, please. Hot Bachelor. And this is one of the, those books that jumps around in perspective. This perspective. Oh, great. We this, do so well with these. I love when you surprise us with this stuff. I'll help you guys out. Okay, please. thank you. I'll read pages, sections in a different voice. Oh. Oh. Like the rest of the times we do this. It's kind of a smug help out. Yeah. Kind of I'll a, do a little performance for you. I'll help you guys out by performing for you. Chapter right. one, page. The guy across the aisle from me was giving me the eye. You know, the eye. It was neither subtle nor appealing. All that was missing was him doing that gross gesture of wiggling his tongue between two of his fingers, mm. which no girl in their right mind considers to be a sexy or effective. Come on. I don't think any guys think that either. It's awful. It's awful. Has thing. any man ever done that in a legitimate attempt to court? Do you realize like, how gross guys are? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this rando has been staring at me for the past 15 minutes, his gaze darting between me and the bathroom. What does it even signify? Like, I'll do that. I do this. You can yeah. have this tongue. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> way that's way worse than what I said. It's the same thing. I mean, but grosser. On brand. You. As if he thought he could convince me to join the Mile High Club with him. Ugh, no thanks. Hey. <laughs> his sleazy faux whisper was just as unappealing as his leering gaze. I tried to ignore him, but he didn't give up. Hey, hey, hey. Sir, we're on an airplane. Gotta you. Call, gotta call the air marshal. Yeah. So you what with the red hair. What if that guy was the air marshal? Tie this guy up with zip ties. Oh, yeah. Air marshals, you think, abuse their power? Probably. Yeah. Because there's no other air. There's not two. Who's going to stop him? They have a gun. He's like God. 
Mm-hmm. All powerful man in the sky. There's many of them, but not on a one plane. Well, one, one, marshal. one moment in the air right now. Oh, thousands. you're saying how many air marshals are in the air right now? Yeah, I'm Damn. saying thousands. There's a powerful number of armed men in the sky right now, and they could parachute down. Whoa. And hurt you. They're air marshals, not land marshals, buddy. They lose all their power once they Oh, once they land. hit the ground, they're they're civilians. Yeah, their jurisdiction is the sky. Yeah. Now, if you were to run into an air marshal in perhaps a basketball game and he's mid-jump, your grounds to be tasered or worse. <laughs> Those guys, when their feet are off the ground, that's their domain. Just it's like, putting it out there. It's like Mario. Yes. It's like a power-up. Wow. Makes no, you think. Mario, no. I sighed. Most of the time, I loved my red hair. I didn't love it when it became sort of a beacon for dudes who thought it meant that I was fiery or slutty like Lindsay Lohan. Wow. Man, that's uncalled for. Uncalled for knock against Lindsay Lohan. Sorry, sorry, Lindsay. Lindsay Lohan has a new show this year. Mm, I heard all about it. It's on TV. (laughs) I think it's on, yeah, what they do call the TV. Wasn't Lindsay Lohan like on Instagram live like six months ago bullying like a Syrian family in Europe? Man, yes. she bounced back from that quick. Yeah, that was super gross. She was she still was like, like on brand as like a crazy person not even a year ago. Yeah. Good for her. I looked over at him hoping the only redhead I was reminding him of was Melisandre from Game of Thrones. Who's that? You know who it is. It's the fire goddess lady. Um, yeah. Could have said Lucille Ball. See that, I know. Yeah. When she was burning men at the stake. Yes, I kept my tone light and disinterested. I gotta ask. He gave me a once over. Do the curtains match the drapes? <laughs> is that even... I thought it was just the carpet. What are the, the curtains and drapes are the same thing? No? Curtains are. I'm no interior decorator, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I think you got to pick one or the other. Wow. I said dryly. I've never heard that one before. <sighs> he grinned as if I paid him a compliment. Great. He was gross and dumb. You know. And he's the pilot. He kept going. I think the bathroom is empty if you want to, you know. Take a shit. Or a pee. Oh, that's actually pretty kind of him. He made an obscene gesture. I held up my hand, wishing I could just make it stop, make it all stop. No thanks, I said firmly. His goofy expression quickly morphed into a combination of disappointment and anger. Whatever, bitch. Oh, he sneered. Throw him overboard. Didn't want to deal with your fire crotch anyway. What? Uh, This is, uh, this guy needs to be a arrested by the air marshal. He is the air marshal. Oh, that's, fuck, you're right. Ah. It's a tight spot. Are air marshals cops and therefore are they pigs? Yes. So pigs can fly. We're talking. Let's shut it down. That's the joke of the century. That's the end of the podcast. You set them up and I knock them down. Like Billie Jean King. I always have said Ganesh is a modern day Billie Jean King. (laughs) You inspire me in that way. Thank you. I will write a book one day. And list you in the acknowledgments. Yeah, and then I'll read it and make fun of it on my podcast. My fire crush thanks you, I told him and turned away. Whoever first thought of using an airplane bathroom for sex had clearly been insane. The last place I wanted to bear my special bits to a dude was in a restroom 50,000 feet in the air. You know who came up with that, actually? <laughs> the Wright Brothers. <laughs> it's lonely up there. You think they invented a plane? <laughs> <laughs> I think they invented the plane and were immediately like, I think we know what we have to do up here. <laughs> Poop and pee. <laughs> you ever think when they invented their little plane in North Carolina that they were like, wow. We're going to have to put bathrooms in these. <laughs> <laughs> People are going to have to uh, use the facilities here. They probably just used diapers on airplanes for a long time. It is an amazing thought that we mastered flying so much that we had to go to the bathroom up there. <laughs> it was like, I'm going to be up there so long, I'm going to have to go to the bathroom. I'm going to have to take a dump, and I need to go. I won't want to land. I can't be. I can't be stopped. <laughs> No time to land. It's crazy to me that you used to be able to fucking smoke in an airplane. 
That is wild. Yeah. You wish that could still happen. No, I don't. I mean. It would be pretty gross. Yeah. That would be nasty. It'd be like shit. a Shoney's. <laughs> but a lot smaller and narrower. <laughs> I, You know, honestly, I do think of gross, smoky restaurants. Shoney's is at the top of the list. Shoney's Pizza Hut. Do Shoney's exist outside of the American South? Is that. No. Is that limiting us? The, I feel like they, bar- they barely exist. They barely exist there because they get, keep getting shut down for health. They're barely. Concerns. They're basically just like a traveling circus of like salad bar. When I was a kid, my parents <laughs> took me to Shoney's they op- a lot. They open and close. They move around town. The only constant is the salad bar. <laughs> And the fucking weird bear. There's a guy dressed as a uh-huh. bear there. They have a mascot. Shonies but there's like weird. five Shonies in the world. And they're all in Virginia. And they all. That's what it feels like. Yeah, there's a Shonies near where I grew up. There's got to be a Shonies in North Carolina. Yeah. South Carolina even. Yeah. it's well. That's, I think, Sh- that's Shonies country. I think Cracker Barrel moved in on the market. Well, Cracker Barrel's like more of your upscale. That's absurd. No, it's not It's at not all. at all. Because it, it has a gift shop? I feel like they market themselves <laughs> that as makes like it, a that step makes it, above Shonies. Having a gift shop has the opposite effect of the intended. It makes it seem worse. Nothing, no restaurant has a gift shop except for Planet Hollywood. And that's like the northern equivalent of Cracker Barrel. I think Cracker Barrel is like, it's like an attraction, right? It is like kind of the thing you stop off on the highway. People come far and wide for Cracker Barrel. People from like New Jersey and Rhode Island say, we're in the south now. Let's stop at the Cracker Barrel and have a plate of fried cheese. <laughs> and let's sit in a wicker rocking chair. Yeah, and there's, buy a, a, there's a, always a million rocking chairs and there are there's like a weight to sit on them. Yeah, There's always a huge family of like great grandparents down to like great grandchildren. Mm-hmm. All on the patio every time you see a Cracker Barrel. Yeah, and old men look at you and whisper to their wife and point, right? That's just you. Oh, sorry. No, I get that too. Yeah, Shane, you do have a dusky kind of dark look to you. Yeah, you know, they I, welcome me in with open arms. They say, right this way, sir. I say, thank you. You have I'm, light eyes and light skin. Yeah. I'm more of like a, a blonde in little, between. Uh, yeah. No, I'm I'm basically the king of Cracker Barrel when I show up. They're like, huzzah. Yeah. Another. I say news from Shoney's. <laughs> Salad's gone bad. You give them the war report. There's a bad E. coli break out there, folks. Like, good. S- steer clear of the Shonies on Midlothian Turnpike. <laughs> They're like, we planted the bug. Bug has been received. Lost my place. Such a long aside on Sorry. Shonies. Perhaps um, this podcast is off the rails. You'll get it. Let me get back in here. You got it. Hot Bachelor sounds like something you'd order at a Shonies. That is. It's just a... <laughs> It's just a plate of runny eggs that aren't done. <laughs> well, let's get two hot bachelors over to table four. That's every every breakfast meal you ever get from like a Shoney's or a Denny's is just like fried eggs that aren't nearly fried enough. Yeah. They're still like liquid. And they always have, <laughs> they always have steak on the menu, but it's just like an like an understood thing. You don't order the steak. And the sausage is always patty. Give me links. And it's always sweet. Yeah. It's like that sweet honey sauce. But also burnt and hard. Yeah. They never can cook it right. Man, don't go. <laughs> don't do it. Don't, that's the opposite and of And the coffee's ad. bad too. Yeah. It's just a shitty place. All of it. Whenever I go to a place like that, I always get chocolate milk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, me too. I can't lie. Should we do the podcast more? The last place I want to bear my special bestow, dude, was in a restroom 50,000 feet in the air. Especially in a restroom as small and cramped as airplane bathrooms were. Do you think the Wright brothers thought of that when they... (laughs) That you would shoot me. No, I think we should talk about that and then somehow transition into talking about both Cracker Barrel and Shoney's. How did people even have sex in that tiny space? Were they just doing it against the door? Well, people were smaller then. (laughs) Also, there's that... 
That's right. The Wright brothers were just six inches tall. That's why they could build a little toothpick plane and fly yeah, it around it, North Carolina. They just blew around in the breeze. We've done it, folks. That seemed like a recipe for disaster, as I imagined getting down and dirty with someone in the door swinging open in the middle of it, exposing both parties' special bits to everyone on the airplane. And even if you managed to, d- to do the deed without falling into the aisle, you still had to contend with all the passengers who would be waiting in line for you to, um, finish. There was no getting out of that situation without everyone knowing exactly what you'd been doing in there. He was helping me poop. <laughs> it was pulling it out. Oh, huh? <laughs> go. That's what happens when you eat too much fiber, like I've been doing, because I've been staying true to my resolution. A lot uh, of fiber. Oh, that's we should definitely go back to talking about. Wait, all the fiber who's helping you do this? Are you pulling it out yourself? This is foul. I've made a Rube Goldberg invention that does it for me. <laughs> you have a, an invention you've built that helps you go to the bathroom. Yes, a Hot Wheels, just a loop de loop. That isn't necessary in any Rube Goldberg device. Is a Hot Wheels and a loop de loop. And is then there like it, a like a fish hook that yeah. catches it. Tell me, you have one of those yep. like chicken things that like bends all the way. The it's bird got, that bends yep, over. It's got that. It's yeah. got like one of the fake feet with the shoe on it that does a little three sixty loop and hits a bowling ball. You've got a little chattering teeth with the turning <laughs> key on the side. Is that in there too? I have a balloon that inflates and then pops. You have and the, that triggers a lot of marbles to go everywhere. Which then <laughs> every which way. Which then roll into one of those monkeys banging a symbol. <laughs> right, and the vibrations from that symbol really just nudges the shit right out. Oh man. I forgot we were uh, talking about something so sickening. The term nudge is just bad. I was having so much fun there in the Rube Goldberg bit, and then we I, it's about your shit at the end. Nobody's happy. <laughs> <laughs> because who the hell went into an airplane bathroom with another person? The whole thing seemed like the worst possible sexual encounter, but apparently this flight was full of guys who thought it was the best idea ever. You know, nobody ever talks about who's the first person to take a dump in the sky. That's like a Neil Armstrong level feat. It's got to be one of the Wright brothers. You think they were? <laughs> I probably just out of pure fear. That's possible. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh, yeah, you look down, you're, you're gonna shit. Yeah. No, true. Okay, I guess I meant a shit like on a toilet, like on, on purpose shit in the sky. I feel like they'd be afraid they would get sucked out. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's... That's a price. That's like when you walk on the moon. Who knows what's going to happen the first time you walk on the moon? This is the price you pay for being a trailblazer. They could have fallen right through it. That's yeah. They could have fallen through there, and maybe they did. We never. The first one may not have been successful. We don't know. That's not in the history books. It should be. After that's why I'm going to homeschool my kids. <laughs> All you're going to teach them is a, just the first person to shit in the sky, the first person to shit on a boat, first person to shit in a submarine. And they're going to have a really great sense of engineering with all the Rube Goldberg. Yeah. <laughs> That's a whole class. You got 101, 102. Not 101, 201. No, 101, 102. It's a lot of information taken. It's a once. very incremental class. Let's take it slow. All right. We got Rube Goldberg, 103, monkey symbols. That's right. I, after getting rid of fire crotch, dude, I was getting the eye from another guy a few miles ahead. He winked at me, and this time I gave him the patented Paige Pollock brush off, Mm. the finger in a sneer. Oh, that's good. Good move. It was a carefully cultivated look that tended to keep strangers out of my way. Resting bitch face is nothing on my talk to me and die face. Ooh, I like it. I'm going to put that on a t-shirt and sell it to Kohl's. Playing hard to get. I leaned my head back and closed my eyes, trying to fight the nausea that was rising in my throat. It wasn't just from those creeps, but their gross leering combined with the turbulence we had been fighting ever since we left London made me sick to my stomach. Not exactly the triumphant return to America I was hoping for. I'd spent the summer after graduating college with an epic trip to London, working and hanging out with my BFF, Emmy. It was a blast, but I knew I'd have to return to reality eventually. I just didn't figure on it being reality TV. Uh Uh-oh. 
But two days ago, I got a call from my college friend turned makeup artist, Lorna, offered me a gig working as a PA on the reality TV show Ever After, aka the biggest hit show in America, aka my guilty pleasure obsession. I'm sorry. Aka my chance to launch a glittering career in the world of entertainment. Also, also. Oh, also. stacking the also's. I got yes, it. That's, that is a classic stacking the also's turn. Right the there. only catch, I had to make it to the Hamptons before the camera started rolling this weekend. Oh my God. Which gave me just enough time to throw my stuff back on a suitcase, camp out of the airport for a last minute standby ticket, and squeeze myself into a modern tortured contraption known as a coach seat oh. on a red-eye transatlantic oh my flight. God. I want, you imagine? I would love this plane to crash. Two-page book. Dead. Oh, we're stopping. She sounds entitled, but frankly, justifiably annoyed that all these perverts are bothering her on the plane. Absolutely. Uh, Uncalled for. But still don't care for her. Just as an aside. You Jeez. just don't like PAs. I'm not a fan of PAs. Coordinators and above only. If it was someone else <laughs> reading her voice, I think you'd like her a little bit more. No, she's like talking about like, oh, I, I have to make to the, I don't know. Just I don't relate to people who go to the Hamptons. Don't care for it. You've never been? Never been to the Hamptons. You don't summer there? Mm, no. Unless we're talking Hampton, Virginia, <laughs> which is a uh, hell world. Uh, I've been there a number of times. That's where my grandma lives. I've gone through the Hamptons. Oh? I've gone up to Montauk. Have you? Mm-hmm. Okay. Wow. Fancy. Maybe you're the kind of guy I wish would die in a plane crash. I don't know. Well, I guess, you know, you've said it once. You've said it twice. I have to be consistent. I have to be, or else I have no code. Well, I guess we're going to jump ahead and out of the 25% mark of, was it Hot Bachelor? How can you forget that? Hot steaming pile of Bachelor. I remembered it clearly. I said it. mark of Hot Bachelor. Chapter 9, Dash. Are we just now meeting him? The fight between the two contestants seemed to be one of those things that got funny after the fact. Because it wasn't until the next day, when it was just Jean-Luc and me hanging around my hotel room, drinking beer and shooting this shit, Mm. that we realized exactly how ridiculous the whole event had been. And when she pulled out that other girl's extensions... (laughs) Jean-Luc was saying... Who's this dapper gentleman? His French accent even thicker now than he was was a little drunk. (laughs) Ah, very French. Can you do it? You said you would for us. I did not say I would do that. I specifically last week said I could not do it. He's on the record of saying that he's not good at European. At the beginning of the episode, he said, I will do the voices so we know the perspective. He did say that. That was unreal. (laughs) That sounds beautiful. That's pretty good. It had been unreal. The whole thing had been a blur of water and hair pulling and screaming. Kind of sounds like Rock of Love. Similar. The only thing that had come into focus was when Paige had been pushed into the pool. You know what's crazy? On the Rock of Love, he has no hair to pull. Huh. Makes you think. Oh, well, any, oh his head anyway. You oh. know what would be tough about that show? The, the Rock of Love? How are you going to find bodyguards bigger than The Rock for well, The Rock? Well, one, for one thing, why does he need bodyguards he can, on this show? Yeah, everyone him. needs bodyguards, okay? Feel like that. Certainly <laughs> The Rock has bodyguards already. Did Brett Michaels have bodyguards? Yeah. Yeah, always. They did. They, <laughs> really? like, they managed every episode, basically. I don't recall seeing bodyguards, but I would imagine just looking like that, you need them. Yeah. <laughs> With a face like that, you need protection, buddy. Sorry, Brett. It's his fault. He's ugly. Yes. <laughs> 
Well, it honestly is. Like, if we're being real, he's not naturally born ugly. The guy wears metallic bandanas and has bleach blonde tips that are like extensions, not even real hair. Yes, it's a rough thing going on. What does he look like without his extensions? Where's he even been for 15 years? Beautiful. He looks like The Rock. (laughs) Have you ever seen him in the same room? Everything seemed to slow down as I watched her sink to the bottom. I hadn't even hesitated to jump in after her. Pages in the pool. Is that right? She fell in, jumped in. Do we know? Pushed in. Oh, Oh, not on my watch. These girls are cutthroat. Jean-Luc told me. Yeah, she's got cement shoes on. You have no idea. I answered. I sent her box to Paige's legs, push her in the pool. All's fair in The Bachelor. I answered, thinking about all the manipulations I was seeing from both the contestants and the crew. Everyone had an agenda. I wasn't expecting all these reality show stars to be manipulative and <laughs> lying to me. <laughs> Isn't this honest work? I'm just a little, little PA, and I just want to do my little job. And all the agendas were different. Formula One racers have nothing on these girls. What? Are they known for their manipulation and lies? No, these girls can just drive real fast. Oh, fuck. I bet McMasters and the rest of them would wet their pants if they had to face this batch of love-starved females. Ugh. John Luke laughed. I certainly wouldn't want to be facing off against them. You know how to do a French laugh. Uh, he tapped his beer bottle against mine. Good luck, he said. Kermit doesn't drink beer. <laughs> his voice is getting worse <laughs> as it goes on. Because you're sure as hell going to need it. I groaned and Jean Luke snorted, digging way too much enjoyment in my pain. He took off for his suite where I knew he was packing for his return trip to France. These guys sound like they might be a pair. Maybe skip the reality show and look at what's staring you right in the face, Dash. It had been nice having him visit, but it had only made me long for my life before this whole reality dating show mess. Before all of the messes that had led me here in the first place. Pulling out my phone, I called Grant, the private investigator I'd hired to track down my former manager. What? Whoa. Now current international felon. Imagine a PA with a manager. This is not the PA. This is the bachelor. We're oh, from, this is Dash. We're from Dash's perspective. Oh, right shit. Well, Paige is PA and she's currently drowning in the pool. Oh, that's right. Poor Paige. Well, so this Dash guy, I, has a manager. That's a way more interesting story that he has a f- felonious manager on the run that he's hired a private investigator to find. Why is that not the point of this? This is called hot bachelor. It should be called fraud manager on the run. I, I read that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, For we free. can. We'll talk to the author afterwards. Yeah. We'll make some edits. <laughs> Here's some notes. Any luck? I asked him. Not a trace of him, boss. He told me. <laughs> oh, love that guy. Okay. I wanted to hit my head against a coffee table. I've got my best guys on it. Grant told me. We got some street toughs. Some street sharks? Street toughs? Street sharks. How do they stack up against street sharks? Not well. Yeah. I mean, the They're... street sharks have shark mouths. Yeah, they've got <laughs> sharp, sharp teeth and you know fins. And they're also jacked oh yeah who would win in a fight a street shark or the rock oh the rock one street shark would lose to the rock but the street sharks would beat the rock i hung up not feeling any better about the situation then from the first moment i realized that my manager had embezzled all of my money taken off for parts unknown oh so dash is in this for the paycheck he's got debts to pay well they all are what no one's doing this for fun no one's doing this for love well that's just trying to make that chowder Damn. Cheddar, cheddar Chowder, baby. That's <laughs> cheddar, baby. I'm chowder, baby. It's been a minute. How much do you think contestants on a show like that get paid? A lot. Well, I think they Couple all thousand. try to act insane so they can leverage like more career out of it. And like, then sometimes it works. Sometimes you'll get a, 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 a New York, for example, from the, what's his name? Flavor of Flavor Love. Flavor of Love. She got her own show after that. A lot of runners up in The Bachelor, they end up getting their the ba- the, Bachelorette. They, they become The Bachelorette. And yeah. then vice versa. The people who lose Bachelorette become The Bachelor. 
So it's yeah. just a cycle of never-ending sad white 28-year-olds. That's American love. I inherited a mechanical bull riding company from my grandfather. Now I'm the bachelor. I'm worth <laughs> $350 billion. <laughs> and I service the bulls, and they service me. My family made $700 billion in cheese whiz futures. <laughs> now I'm the bachelor. And my name's Ricky. Hi, I'm Caleb. My family sold 10,000 tons of hay. I'm the bachelor. The last time anyone had seen him was when he was in Bermuda, but that was months ago. I knew everyone was doing their best, but I couldn't help feeling like all this was pointless. He was long gone, sunning himself on a beach with my retirement fund. At least the show would be paying me enough to keep the search going and pay off the mortgage on my parents' house. I'd wanted to buy it for them outright with my first big winning check as a thank you for all their support, but Paul had convinced me that a mortgage was better in the long run. I now knew he was just keeping as much of my earnings in liquid cash as possible. Son of a bitch. For him to make a quick escape. Yeah, liquid cash. Nothing but Capri Suns. <laughs> That's a good investment. That's all the number one investing tip, right, Ganesh? Put all your money in Capri Suns. They never it, go bad. It, they don't go bad, and they only appreciate in value. <laughs> <laughs> that is a small fortune you have in Capri Suns. Speaking of that, on uh, another Remy TV show, on Vanderpump Rules. I've never seen that. Someone opened their fridge, and they just have a bunch of Capri Suns in it. What? Was it Jax? Okay, no, I've seen some of it. It was Sheena. <laughs> Oh, shit, man. All right. We got to get pumped after this. Don't watch The Bachelor, but you do watch Vanderpump Rules. He also watches The Bachelor. We covered this. He watches all of it. I've seen like pretty much all of Vanderpump Rules. I did not know that about you. He talks about it all the time. Yeah, I talk about it I knew this. Like He is often talking about the Vanderpump Rules, and most of us are like, we have no response. Yeah, I always say you have to follow the rules. Vanderpump's rules. <laughs> he does. He sings a little tune and he puts on, he clicks his heels and we often are like, Shane, you need to see a doctor. I think we're going to go to LA next summer and, and try maybe, to get on, you're going to get on the show. Maybe we'll swing by sir. You know what sir stands for? Huh? Sexy, unique restaurant. Uh, it's not named after like big sir. Nope. Well, big sir is gone. It's now little sir. It's just sir. Big sir is gone. Yeah. There's a huge mudslide. And it's just gone. Yeah, I They think can't so. pick the mud back up? Nope. Fucking communist California. Am I right, folks? Or am I right? It's Venezuela out there. I hadn't told my parents about the money going missing. The last thing I wanted was for them to worry. They had spent my entire childhood doing everything in their power. <laughs> what make- if this was your first episode and I said that and you were like, oh, these guys are like far right wing. <laughs> like, we're just, oh, shit. That'll all come together. It's a joke. I like California. Just pick up the mud. Just pick. Well, it's, it's, a much, lot. It's, it's a lot. It's a lot of mud. It's too much mud. They need help. Use the mud to put out the fire. You know what I say? A mudslide is a job creator. I see it like that. There's too. plenty of people out there willing to dig up mud. And I'd say a mudslide is just the another drink I'd get Tuesday from Dairy night, Queen. Right? Oh, okay. I was not going <laughs> to the poop job that time. Oh, but I was. Yeah. Speaking of Dairy Queen, fuck. When's the last time you guys uh, visited one of those? Literally never. There was one attached to a gas station <laughs> I used to fill up at. I used to go there all the time. Don't In you, Virginia. I used to fill up couple ways huh <laughs> <laughs> fill up the tank and all right nope. dairy queen you know ice cream not really my thing but i do love if you get a blizzard they and flip it over they flip it over to prove that it's ready and one time did it come out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh That's the right. crow on that person's face was uh to die for <laughs> I'm not familiar with that. <laughs> well a bird flew in <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's funny. I, I think I was like an awkward teen when it happened, and I was just like, I don't want that one. <laughs> boy, oh boy. Well, that's fair. If they turn it upside down and it falls on the floor, I think you can return it. Well, they were st- they still had their hands out with it. I was like, it's all half of it's on the ground. 
Jesus Christ. That's why I don't go to Dairy Queen. Can you uh, just put down the tiles? I mean, <laughs> Are you upset with us? I mean, no, we can, we can keep going. No, keep going. All you right. might want to cut around all this. I'm sorry. <laughs> they had spent my entire childhood doing everything in their power to make my dreams of becoming a Formula One racer come true. Buying them a house was the least I could do to pay them back. If they knew about my financial troubles, I knew they'd insist on giving me everything they had. I didn't want a gift to become a burden, which is why I hadn't told them the real reason I had agreed to do Ever After. They still thought I actually believed I was going to find true love, instead of just an easy paycheck. You idiots, mom and dad. Plus, the distraction helped. Ever since I announced my retirement from the racetrack, people had been asking me what was coming next. I laughed it off, joking about enjoying myself and relaxing in style. <laughs> what comes next for a racer? <laughs> that's it. That's it. Just, I'm going to go sit on my couch now. I'm going to go slow. I've been going fast. I'm going to slow it down. That'd be a great response. You should do PR for Formula One. I, you'd said it first. Oh, I did? <laughs> well, I, you know, I didn't want to toot my own horn, but. Don't, don't be so uh, humble. I guess, you know, I should explore that opportunity. Why not? I laughed it off, joking about enjoying myself and relaxing in style, but the truth was, I didn't have a damn clue what I was going to do. All my life had been working toward a singular goal racing and once i saw the true cost of the sport and walked away i was left with an empty space where that passion used to be there was a knock at the door thinking it was jean luc i opened it without looking <laughs> through the people ah, i'm so glad you're back oh, oh no oh, oh boy it definitely was not jean luc oh you're not jean luc where's that chiseled body of jean luc hey there is it, it page kimmy practically purred at me she was dressed in a trench coat and heels uh, uh, cool. I take it she's one of the contestants. I guess that's what my guess. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. No, it's Trinity from The Matrix. Oh, fuck. Follow the white rabbit, Chase. It wasn't hard to Dash. imagine. Oh, sorry. Chase is a much better name. It wasn't hard to imagine what she was doing here. Without waiting for me to invite her in, she sauntered past, swinging her hips. She was gorgeous, no doubt about it. But whenever I looked at her, whenever I looked at any of the girls, I, I found my saw attention. my dad. <laughs> you look just like my dad. I found my attention returning to that shitty motel room in Pittsburgh and a certain redhead who had been damn close to blowing my mind. Yikes. And possibly other parts of my body oh. as well. Ew, come on, Dash. Oh. Got ahead of myself. Well, listen, you can't blame him. He's a Formula One racer. These guys are one track mind. Are we done? Oh. Yeah. That's fine. Let's jump ahead now to, is this 50? This is a hell This would be our first four and a half hour episode. <laughs> Let's jump ahead now to the 50% mark of Hot Bachelor. Percent mark of hot bachelor chapter 16. Okay, dash again. I was so angry I couldn't see straight. I needed to get out of the hotel and I needed to get away from the show. In my moment of desperation, I managed to find a crew member with a car that I could borrow, one who wouldn't tell anyone where I had gone for a price for you dash the famous formula one racer <laughs> just don't crash it it's got a hemi though uh -oh. you can really make it gallop but it was a price i was willing to pay just to have a distance between myself and everything else just to have a moment to myself with just the road ahead of me the first time he turned left he just crashed immediately into a wall this was the kind of driving i could handle going somewhere going nowhere the hamptons were quiet subdued at this hour the streets were clear and i had the road to myself i could just drive 
can just keep going. This is, I, I'm going to fall asleep. This is relaxing. For a moment, I this, thought about driving to the city. This is like ASMR. Or farther. Put me to bed. Maybe I'd just head all the way home. Except if I did that, I would be violating my contract with Ever After. I'd give them reason to sue me. I'd lose the money I so desperately needed. But I gotta drive, baby. And then I'd have no chance of getting my life back on track. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. I hit my hand on the steering wheel, wondering why I was freaking out so much as I was about to, about, as I was about the group date tomorrow. <laughs> oh boy, get it, take it down a notch, pal. <laughs> Obviously, I didn't have any trouble getting behind the wheel of a car, but for whatever reason, the mere mention of a racetrack, of racing, had made my entire body <laughs> shut down. I'm sorry, what was that? The mere mention of a racetrack of racing? That <laughs> made my entire body shut down. You know one of those racetracks that you use for racing? You ever like to race around a racetrack? No, I stride, <laughs> walk. You're a strider. When you hear when uh, somebody tells Shane about striding, he thinks, Ooh, my heart starts racing. I got to stride. I got to put a pep in my step. You know, I got a, a narrow uh, gate, but... Um, <laughs> it's I confident. Move. I can move. I've seen you walk. <laughs> I this guy walks with a sense of urgency. You know, sometimes if I'm hurrying to catch a train, yeah. in my mind I think... Oh, you're boogieing now. Oh, boy. <laughs> you think people are people are watching? You know, I hope they don't know that I'm thinking that because that's embarrassing. Yeah. Maybe it was because I could still see Liam's car crashing into the guardrail. Oh, no. I could still hear the crunch of metal. Could still feel the heat from the fire that engulfed his car. Could still see Liam's head popping out of the windshield and rolling down the racetrack. Even as we all ran towards him, hoping against all hope that we'd be able to get him out. Somebody give that head CPR. But it had been too late. The doctor said he died on impact. I hoped it was true, because the thought of one of my best friends trapped in that fiery, twisted hunk of metal, unable to get out. Damn, it's hot in here! <laughs> made my stomach turn, <laughs> and it was a thought I couldn't get out of my head. <sighs> that sucks. My phone buzzed. Don't drive cars really fast for your job. It had been buzzing since I left the hotel, and also, I knew who it was. it's a circle. Just drive in the circle. I knew it was Paige. She'd been blowing up my phone for the past few hours. Imagine driving in a circle all your life. That's the only thing you do is drive in a circle and then you crash and die. Some people live their life a quarter mile at a time. It's a circle. You do it all the time. It's more of an oval. Oh, well. If it was a square, I'd get it. Those are sharp turns. And I didn't blame her. After all, I'd taken a perfectly nice moment. One where her hand was on my dick for fuck's sake. (laughs) And allowed myself to get all freaked out about something that I should have been over by now. Because it was just a car, it was just a track. Avoiding it wasn't going to make Liam any less dead. Still, I couldn't help the cold sweat breaking out over my entire body and the panic that kept rising in my throat. I used to love racing, I used to love getting in my car, running my hands over the steering wheel. How the whole thing felt as an extension of my body. Dude, we know. We get it, you're a racer. I'd lost that joy. Liam's death had taken all of that away. Liam did you a favor. Liam saved your life, Dash. This is a dangerous profession to be in, and it's good that he's out of it and now in the profession of lady killing on TV. Is that all we're doing? We're speeding it up here, it seems like. That we we took way too much. It seemed like a really nice monologue. It did, and we ruined it by talking over it and being rude. Also, it wasn't that nice of a monologue. He talks about his unit. He does say my my dick. That's not if somebody says that. It's already down a couple notches in my book in terms of good. What do you want him to say? My member. My hog. <laughs> no, definitely not hog. That's almost as crass as dick. Uh, if we're going on rankings, I guess I would say the classiest way it would be my... Brisket. Yeah, I think that is how you say it down south. When you're at Shoney's and you say brisket, you watch out, folks. You don't know what you're going to get. <laughs> Chef's special. Okay, now let's jump. Is that it? Are we done here? Well, that was a quick one. We're jumping ahead now to the 75% mark of hot bachelor...
Jason's having a good time. Just said it himself. If you don't believe it, I'm having a good time. There, there you go. He's, he's having a good time. He's proud I, to say it again. We hope you are too. Let's jump ahead now to the 75% mark of Hot Bachelor. Chapter 30. <laughs> Dash. Again. Again. I'd like to hear more from Paige. Yeah, me too. I was exhausted and in a really bad mood. This guy's always mad. Not that Jean-Luc seemed to care. Nope. He was focused on pumping me for details about the home visits I had gone on with Kimmy and Savannah. No, I'm sorry. Jean-Luc was pumping Dash is what I'm hearing. That sounds, yeah. sounds about right. Yikes. Loosen that grip, Jean-Luc. Why didn't you just watch the goddamn show? I finally snapped at him as our limo headed toward the mansion, towards the scene of the crime. What happened? The place I would have been happy to never see again. I did watch the show. Jean-Luc leaned back in his seat, apparently unfazed by my outburst. Then why are you asking me all these annoying questions about it? I demanded. Is this like me when people engage me about the podcast? <laughs> I do listen to the podcast and tell me your favorite episode. <laughs> I'm sorry, Shane, because watching the show didn't help me figure out what the hell you're doing. Jean-Luc told me. And why a man dating two beautiful women is in such a bad fucking mood. Tell you why. He's got eyes for you, Jean-Luc. You know why I'm in a bad fucking mood. I said, Ah, oh, yes. Jean-Luc linked his fingers together and put them behind his head. Oh. The betrayal. <laughs> Man, this thing keeps almost going in a way I wish it would. Who puts their hand behind their head unless something else is going down, down, down below? Shane's doing it right now, and it looks like he's ready for a tryst with Dash. Would you stop making it sound like it was some little soap opera thing? It wasn't. It was my life. My personal life. Broadcast all over the country. I took a deep breath. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is, that a, is that a Tim Allen? Uh, a lot of years of the fumes on the track. All because Paige wanted a promotion. Right. John Luke nodded. Because she definitely seemed like that type of person. Looks can be deceiving, I snapped. I forgot. According to the synopsis, he's getting busy with Paige. That's that's what's happening. No, no. He did one time. Oh, no. Seemed like before the show even started. Oh. And then it turns out she was a PA on the show. And he was like, what? I, you're gathering way and more about this. And she was like, what? Ganesh has read the full book. This is his favorite book. And he's sharing it with us. Thank you, Ganesh. You're welcome, son. <laughs> Ganesh reads to us like the way in The Princess Bride when Kevin Arnold is being read to by Columbo in bed. You know, it's well, no, the <laughs> audience can't see it, but we're all we're both tucked into bed yeah. right now. Before every episode, Ganesh tucks us into a nice big goose down comforter it's really comfortable and our mics are right in our face mm -hmm. and ganesh is sitting on a chair leering over us yeah and he's actually i'm balancing a bowl of porridge on my tum tum that's right and he's got a nightcap on and he's reading the book with a large tall wax candle that's dripping all over the floor and if we're good boys we get some of the porridge that's right he gives us a little spoonful but by the end of the book it's cold so we have to be good that's fast what, that's why right that's why he calls cold it, porridge is just oatmeal that's why he calls it dessert that's why we get all the funnies out in the beginning yeah because we're getting rewarded. It's a sick system we've got going on here, and I would appreciate it if somebody could call the police. We sat in silence for a while. Then the mansion came into sight and turned away from the window. Was Paige going to be there? Ugh, another mansion. She hadn't been part of the crew on the home visit shoots, but I imagined that she had been working with Andrea and her new assistant, getting ready for the next project. There had been some whisperings about her not coming back for the finale, but I didn't really believe it. Who, Paige? Who cares about a PA? A PA could fall down a fucking mine shaft and nobody would notice like two weeks later. Who gives a shit? <laughs> oh boy, the PA got in a car accident. All right, well, we got six more coming in. Why would she leave the show when she got exactly what she wanted? Because that's what had happened, right? You miss her. Jean-Luc said quietly. I hated that he was right. I hated that I couldn't get Paige out of my head. That even after everything she had done, I still missed her. What'd she do? She, he clearly abused his power. 
He's the one in the power position here. She's a PA. He's the star of the show. What, yeah. What on earth could she have done? I should have been able to focus my attention on Savannah. And a sweet girl genuinely seemed to like me. For me. But every time I looked at her, all I could see was how she wasn't Paige. Paige wasn't sweet. She was tough as nails. And funny. And smart. And she didn't take shit from me or anyone. But she didn't look good on TV. And she was sexy as hell. Oh, okay. And I wanted to want Savannah the way I wanted Paige, but I didn't. Because I didn't love Savannah. Did that mean I loved Paige? No. I quickly shoved that thought from my mind. I couldn't be in love with her. I wasn't that stupid. I just wanted all this to be done with. He's going to pull Paige on stage, on TV, in the finale and be like, I want to be with you. Savannah, get fucked. Uh, maybe take a hint from Liam. What does a PA do? <laughs> like anything. Go get donuts. Yeah. Go make copies. Yep. Go lay down on the street. PAs are allowed to just trip and fall and drop papers everywhere. That's all they do. <laughs> That's their whole job. You they, were a PA, right? I was a PA. Yeah. Yeah. One time when I was a PA, I had to go pick up a crate of bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> and I carried a crate that you probably needed like three people to actually carry correctly by myself up Sixth Avenue, 12 blocks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and this was like before Uber, so I couldn't just, I had to like hail yellow cabs so they could look at me and be like, nope, and just keep going. How many bunnies were you working with? Here? Like probably like five or six, like way too many for one 23 year old to be carrying in his arms in a pallet. Also, I lived in New York for like two weeks at this point. I didn't even know where the fuck I was going. It's lucky that these things made it out alive. And I think they did. I didn't check the box when I dropped it off. I think there's five in here. God knows what happened. You earned like a gold star that day. Probably. I did. They gave me a string cheese and said, okay, good boy. Not even a baby bell, huh? No. An orange slice. Yeah. I got one orange slice, one string cheese and a cup of uh, sugar-free pudding. And they put me in bed. To get the hell away from this sham, this lie, my displeasure at being back at the mansion must have shown on my face. It's almost over. Jean-Luc said quietly. Shut up, Jean-Luc. He reached for the door handle, but before he could grab it, the door was flung open and Patrick stuck his head in the limo. Patrick? Dash! He crowed. I say dad. Yeah, me too. <laughs> my like, man! All right. He moved away. He moved aside so Jean-Luc and I could get out of the limo, but the moment we had stepped free of the door, he had sandwiched himself in between us, throwing an arm over each shoulder. Is that party, Patrick? I quickly exchanged a Luke a look with Jean-Luc over Patrick's head. <laughs> oh, Luke. Got Jean-Luc on the brain, huh? <laughs> Can you saw the word look and said Luke? We are so excited for tonight. Patrick led us toward the mansion. It's gonna be fucking epic. Yikes. Epic. Language, Patrick. Patrick's like, I'm gonna pass out and you guys are gonna have to weaken and Bernie's me all around the set. Patrick's just like the sound guy. Yeah. <laughs> Patrick, you have a job to do. Epic. Jean-Luc echoed. <laughs> Such uh, yeah, yeah, such yeah, enthusiasm in your voice. Yeah, Ratings have been fantastic, Patrick said, continuing as if Jean-Luc hadn't said anything. People really love you. He gave me a jab in the side, and they can't wait for the finale tonight. Can't wait to see who you're going to choose. Yep, there came a sick feeling in my stomach, because what was I going to do? If I chose Kimmy, I'd be giving her exactly what she wanted, and the more I learned about her. Who wants to give people what they want? The less I wanted her to have it. If I chose Savannah, however, I got the distinct impression that she would expect us to continue our relationship off camera, which is not what I was intending to do. And if I chose no one, then I risked unleashing the wrath of all the Ever After fans, as well as getting branded a lying, two-faced douchebag. Do it, dude. Embrace the chaos. Yeah. Also, that's the key to getting a second season. Come back as The Bachelor again. Nothing was good enough last year. Do one more try. Snooty boy. <laughs> that's... 
That's, that's the name of the reality show I'm, I've come up with. Snooty boy. Uh, it's about it's an ex- a, a boy who loves to be tucked into bed. Yes. Loves his porridge. Mm-hmm. Loves to. He needs a pat on the head mm-hmm. and a, uh, a quick uh, back rub before bed. And he is not attracted to any human being. And he eats his M&Ms in a martini glass. And there are 25 divorcees competing for his attention. <laughs> Snooty boy. <laughs> this fall on ABC. It's going to be a big one. Okay. Let's jump ahead now to the last page of Hot Bachelor. Okay, we're coming back. We are reading the last page of Hot Bachelor. Ganesh, take it away. Who's going to get the rose? I gave him a kiss. Okay. Oh, whose perspective is this from? You're supposed to say that. I think yeah, you're going to guide us to Please, this. guide us. Is it Paige? Paige. Oh, thank God. I gave him a kiss. Could have been dashing, John. I think it's best for both of us that I stay out of situations that get me thrown into pools with or without <laughs> cute guys present. Paige learned a lesson. That's all we've known about Paige in this whole book is that she fell into a pool once. <laughs> and she was harassed constantly on a plane. That's right. That was the 25% mark she fell into the pool. Still talking about it on the last page. I think you're right. Well, she can't swim. Dash agreed. And then he gave me a serious look. Lady in the water. But I'm really proud of you. He said, I think this is going to be a good step in the right direction. His praise filled me with warmth and happiness. Things were good. So very good. It was hard to imagine it could get any better. We finished up our picnic. And as the sun began to set, he took a walk along the beach. Dash kept me pulled tight against his side as we walked together. So it sounds like uh, Dash picked Paige. Anticlimactic. You really don't mind moving to L.A.? I asked for what must have been the millionth time since we had left the East Coast. I had been nervous about leaving New York, where I didn't have much. But at least I had my sister as a backup couch if the production job didn't work out. There wasn't as much of a safety net out here for me or Dash. Are you kidding? He asked, gesturing around him. Why wouldn't I mind any of this? It's beautiful and warm. The chance of seeing you in a bikini year-round increased 100-fold with our move. Uh, so they have moved? Or they haven't? <laughs> you sure you don't mind living in this place we just moved to? <laughs> no, I like seeing you in your bikini, babe. <laughs> Thank you, Dash. So sweet. I gave him a gentle elbow in the side, but he turned to face me. Uh, my hernia. Lacing his fingers together behind my back. Our hips pressed together. Uh-oh. Oh, I they could loved. dance together. There's been a shocking lack of sex in this book. Is this a sexy book? I love <laughs> the feel of his body against mine. I hate your voice. Immediately, heat rushed through me. I was dizzy from my need for him. I popped a boner. You know I'd do anything for you, right? Oh, ominous. You, you looked me dead in the eye when you said that. He meant it. I've seen that look before. It. He's killed. He'll kill again. You did declare your love for me on national television. Okay. I teased. So now we're we're piecing it together. I guess. So I, exactly what I said happened, happened. He, at the last minute, decided, I love Paige. I'm going to bring her on stage. I'm going to embarrass Savannah. Bet the internet went wild. Wild. This was definitely a Twitter moment. I teased, pushing back the hair that had fallen across my forehead. Damn right I did. He oh. reminded me. And don't you forget it. I laughed and felt something buzz. <laughs> is, that a, is that a phone in your pocket or are you just happy to see me? Now my dick's vibrating. Get a load of this. That's what happened after the crash. I ripped it off in protest. I will never race again. <laughs> <laughs> this one's for you, Liam. I had a robot dick installed in memory of my good friend, Liam. He let out a groan. It's Sorry. his. <laughs> Heat sparking in his eyes. It's, 
It seemed that the feeling was mutual. It made me feel sexy and desired. I will show you exactly what I have in my pocket. He growled. Glock. And exactly how happy it is to see you when we get back to our apartment. Basically, like a 12-year-old boy. Our apartment. It wasn't much. Just a one-bedroom in Hollywood. But it was ours. <laughs> Not much at yeah. all. Yeah. Just the right place for us until Dash figured out his next step. Until we figured out our next step. It may not be much. It's just my villa in the Hollywood Hills. Because we were in this together. No matter what. I can't wait, I told him. But gestured toward his pants. <laughs> but I really think that's your actual phone. <laughs> no, uh-uh, babe. Uh-uh. <laughs> no way. My phone's right here. <laughs> I got a headset. I got Bluetooth bit. Dash tweaked at my nose playfully and pulled out his phone. His eyebrows went up when he saw the name on the, on the screen. It's Grant. He said, his voice cautiously optimistic. It's John Luke. And hey. he's pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a daddy. <laughs> Freeze frame. <laughs> Answer it, I urged him. He did, and I watched as he nodded and made little agreeable grunts and homes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I wasn't able uh-huh. to hear what his investigator was saying on the other line, so I just stood there, twisting my hands, hoping he was getting good news. It had been a while since we had heard about his former manager, and I knew Dash had not been feeling optimistic about the whole thing. Great. He finally said, thanks a lot, man. I found your manager, and he's with Liam. He hung up and turned to me. They got him. He said, still staring at his phone, looking a little shell-shocked. What? <laughs> okay. I wasn't sure I had heard him correctly. My former manager, Dash told me, they found him in Costa Rica. Oh, they got him. And my money. Muy bien. Do they have they, extradition there? I don't know. They had to kill him. Oh. <laughs> they got my money back. How? He glanced up at me, a smile breaking out across his face. This guy was just traversing the fucking Costa Rica with a big sack of cash. It said Formula One money on it. <laughs> it's all over. He was elated. They got him, and I don't have to worry about any of it anymore. I have plenty of money to pay the lawyer and the investigators and to pay off those remaining payments on my parents' house. This is a fucking tongue twister. Yeah. That's amazing. I looped my arms around Dash's neck and gave him a big hug and kiss. (laughs) Congrats. Best news ever. Let's celebrate. He said, tucking my hand and pulling me back towards the car. What do you want? Steak dinner, lobster, golden crusted chocolate. I backed him up against the car. I don't need anything, I told him. Just you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. Boy. He gave me a wicked grin. This guy's just hocking ha- up loogies. So, a hot dog? <laughs> In a manner of speaking. I laughed and he kissed me. He took his time. Our tongues tangling as the wind blew around us. What? Uh. It was the perfect day. (laughs) The perfect moment. The perfect everything. Uh, I can't believe it's finally over. He told me when we broke apart. Both of us breathing heavily. A little premature. I shook my head. (laughs) A little little too excited. (laughs) It's not over. I pressed my body against his, feeling how much he wanted me, how much he needed me. He let out a rumbling groan. Oh, Dad. It's just beginning. The end. Ooh. Okay. Well, that was as hot as I expected. <laughs> Not very hot. It was pretty good, though. I had a good time. I enjoyed <laughs> it. Ganesh is sweating something fierce. From a bachelor to a uh, uh, 
in a relationship. <laughs> That's as the old saying goes. Yeah, Ganesh looks like he's a little hot and bothered. He had to change shirts halfway through. Yeah, those, those, uh, you, you're good. It was worth it. Reading that whole last section in that voice kind of left me feeling a little confused. Yeah, you were really into the character. Yeah. You he, were Paige. He got lost in both characters. But in a way, yeah, you were Dage. Passion. Dage. Now, who is playing these characters in a movie? Let's cast this thing. All right, I got it. Got okay. it all figured out. Okay. For Dash, uh-huh. it's got to be okay. Mr. Okay. Vin nope. Diesel. Nope. No, and I don't for see his it. dead friend, also Vin Diesel. My dead friend, it can't be Paul Walker. Paul Walker. You're sickening. You make me ill. That's insulting to well, Paul Walker's legacy. I guess you kind of read Dash's voice gravelly like Vin Diesel. I was thinking about the whole Vin and Paul friendship. As I was. Oh, I was thinking the about the fact that Paul Walker's like actually dead. That's why you picked him for Liam. I picked him because he's one of my favorite actors of all time. Okay. Huh. What else is he in? Uh, the Lazarus Project. The fuck oh. is that? Well, is that a Jim Henson <laughs> movie? <laughs> Uh, you seem happy with that one. So, uh, sure. Let's have Vin Diesel I and was Paul thinking, Newman or whatever. <laughs> yes, from Fast and Furious, Paul Newman. <laughs> I was thinking, I guess maybe because of similar names, but I was truly envisioning this. Dax Shepard. Oh, yeah. As Dash. Could he, I, I don't think I he don't could think fit he in can, a Formula One. Oh, I was going to say, I don't think tall. he can Too pull small. off a leading role. There's always, you know, time. He has. He was in Chips or whatever. He was. Yeah, I'm sure that did great at the box office. Well, yeah, it did really great on airline TV because I always see people watching it. Shane spends an alarming amount of time on airplanes, uh, mostly scoping out the air marshals. No, I'm looking at what everyone else is watching on the tube. No, who else is? We got Paige. Who plays Paige? I'm thinking Kate Hudson. She's a little I, old for a PA. But that's great. Kate Hudson would younger Kate be Hudson. fine. I was thinking Rashida Jones. Okay. All right. I could see it. Again, I guess, how old? She's got to be pretty young. They said she had red hair. Oh, wow. Okay. We're way off base. Um, Perhaps Lucille Ball. <laughs> I think that sounds delightful. Uh, not doable. She's not available, unfortunately. She's all booked up. Now, who else we got in this book? Anybody? Is that uh, John Luke. Oh, John Luke. John Luke, the most Ooh. handsome man in America. I'm going to go John Renault. Okay. You know him? Yeah. Yeah. The professional. Oh, actually, scrap that. Let's go the other weird guy, the guy from Fargo that puts the guy in the wood chipper. Oh, what's his name? I don't know. Okay. How about Jean-Claude Van Damme? Oh, that's good, too. Let's do that. Yeah. Just a hulking, handsome man who's kind of constantly making you question your uh, sexuality. But he's German, right? Or Austrian? What do I know? I'm an American. They all sound French to me. Is that it? Is that everybody in the book? Pretty much. Okay, great. What are we at? Four hours here? Six hours? Oh, no, only about an hour 13. That's not too bad. So should we jump in? Should you want to read some mail we got, Ganesh? We got a little bit of viewer feedback. Do we have a song for this yet? Ganesh, can you make a song for this right now? Put a song here. Let's put it just a... Let's make it like old Western. Yeah. Like a par- like a saloon parlor. Yeah. Uh, some but, guy playing Tickling the Ivories. But you with know? like a sick beat. <laughs> Like drop the bass on that old timey like uh, self playing piano, and then get DMX in there yelling. Yes. All right, this one's from Sherry. Hello, Sherry. Subject: Love you guys. Okay. Hey, some positive reinforcement. This uh-huh. is good for our egos. Yes. I am curious. I was going to say self-esteem. How do you choose your books? I'm a librarian, and our whole thing is seeking out the good and popular in publishing. But you find these mediocre, unpopular gems. That's I have so many questions. Is there a list or guide somewhere? Let me finish the letter before you answer the question. It's very insulting on her part to insinuate that these is are Is there books. a list or guide somewhere? Are you searching by lowest star rating? These do are great the books. authors send them to you? 
does Ganesh have to read the whole thing before it's accepted for an episode? It's sometimes. Do you ever choose a book then realize it's really pretty good? So you have to abandon it. I think it would be interesting if you talked a little about the book choice process on an episode. That's from Sherry. Basically, these are good questions. These are great questions. And the unfortunate answer is there is no rhyme or reason to what happens here. Honestly, no. Ganesh just goes, hey, here's a book. And we go, okay. Yeah, it's we're a like, little bit more in depth than that. What do you do? I you- typically spend a good deal of time going through books on Amazon. Basically, I'll go to fiction, sort by lowest price first, and then I'll go into a book if it's got a <laughs> good looking cover or interesting title. Once Dude, you, once have you, you scor- seen the covers of these books? They're awful. No, they're pretty good. Well, Better than, I mean, I'm saying if you go to free, you got to filter through a lot of like weird coverless, like religious pamphlets. And also you find real a lot of like right wing shit exists on Amazon. Those people just can't get enough of sitting alone in a room and producing content for two other people. Uh, <laughs> now, is that, I guess, does that answer the question? Like, and then, uh, I mean, and then we've never had a, a book that was so good. We had to stop. If a book's good, we keep, I, we've had books so bad that we stopped. I'll, I will say again, we've yeah. said this on the show before and I insist the point of this podcast is not that these are bad. Bad books. It's that they're books. It's not just that they're books. So they're free. It's that they just exist in the first place. Like someone took the time to self-publish an idea they had. And I think that's interesting in itself. It's funny, like the topics, there's definitely themes, like there are shared themes. There's definitely a huge romance culture on Amazon. And then there's definitely a big time sci-fi thing. I think it's just like people have these stories and they feel compelled to write it. I think like this one is definitely interesting because I'm sure there are a bunch of other books very similar to this that's just like oh we're fans of the bachelor so we're, we're gonna like write a book about it or something all the romance books are generally the exact same formula and everything around it's a, a little bit different it's it is kind of cool that you have like tv tropes and those like translate pretty well into books also it's hard because i don't necessarily want to shit on work that someone actually I did say a lot. again if it's a good book i enjoy it i've that's never true. just like oh this book's good this isn't a good episode if we've, a book's good and i enjoy it that makes it for a great episode we've no. had some like really enjoyable twists and some yeah. cool stories. Like there was that action book. The Magpies was fucking crazy. The one with the yeah, fire at the end. That, was that crazy. book was <laughs> wild. That one did. No, that the one that was like the road, basically like this person wrote the road. Yeah. Uh, I forget the name. That last, was the last like, orchard week. Yeah. The last orchard. We came into that <laughs> at like a, I, I have not listened to any of our episodes since. So I can't believe I recall any of this. We came into that. Like we like caught a good scene. I think that's a piece of it too, is you don't even really know what you're going to get into when you pick the percent pages. I've started screening them a little bit, but just to make sure that it makes enough sense for me to read it and us to not be like, yeah, what you is usually this? start at like a chapter's beginning. I try to start at a chapter, you know, even if it's like 1% off or something like that. But also, like, if you go, if you're on Amazon on your computer, you can click on a book and you can read the first page. And I generally have a good idea off that one page whether we want to read it or not. Well, hey, is that it? Was that enough self-important bullshit for all you folks out there? Well, just a little peek of uh, the process. Oh, and for the record, I don't read the books. I don't no, read the books. This is all you read. This is it. Yeah. And it's uh, all you need. As if anyone had any trouble telling this, Austin and I do not prepare at all. No. We're actually I do often, the opposite. I often find myself at a loss for words. So I just make hums and grunts. And I say things in a sing-song way. And then it is magic. You put this out there, the people love it. Or they put it on and fall asleep. Can't tell. The numbers uh, are not very explanatory.
The metrics are unclear. Yes. So, hey, that's it. Is that the end of the episode? That's it. That's the end. Thanks to Morris Reese for our beautiful music. Thanks to Chris Linguist for our artwork. Uh, you can find us at bookclubpodcast.com, AMZN Book Club on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. You can email us at amznbookclub at gmail.com. Is that right? I yeah. can't keep track of all this stuff we're doing. Or you can send a note through the website like Sherry did. You could do that or you could give us a call. We're still waiting on some more voicemails. At Jesus, now I don't even have it in front of me. You're putting me on the spot. Five, six, seven, three, oh, nine. Oh, three, five, seven. Hey, we did it. Okay, that's it. That's the end of the podcast. Thank you. Come back next week for another beating. <laughs>